Hey everyone, this is Graham Taylor at Hudson Rose. I hope you're all well. This is the first ever mortgage podcast. Uh, you're probably thinking, why has no one ever done a podcast on mortgages and buying property in the UK? To be honest, I'm not quite sure, but we're going to give it a go. Uh, not going to be too heavy in time. I think we're going to aim for kind of, you know, 10 to 15 minutes a piece. But the idea is we can go through the whole process and I can give you a bit of information uh, and hopefully upskill you with the knowledge you need if you're going to be buying a property or remortgaging a property or buying a buy-to-let or doing anything in the UK with mortgages. Uh, we can draw on my experience over the last 13 years. So I hope you find this really useful. Uh, don't forget, if you've got any questions, um, feel free to reach out. You can get me at hello at hudson-rose.co.uk or on the Hudson Rose Facebook page, uh, which is facebook.com forward slash hudrose, H-U-D-R-O-S-E. Of course, give me a call, 0330-122-9920. But I say, this is the first uh, episode. This is really Back to basics. This is Mortgages 101. We're going to go through a few terms, what it all means, uh, how it kind of works, and from there we'll jump into it in more depth in future episodes. So hope you find it useful. Uh, give us some feedback. Let me know. Uh, have a great day. Whatever you're doing, dog walking, in the office, wherever you're listening to this podcast, hope you're having a great time and uh, I'll catch you soon. Thanks a lot. Bye. Right, so let's dive into Mortgages 101. And let's start at the very top. What is a mortgage? Well, it's defined as a legal agreement by which a bank or building society lends money at interest in exchange for taking title of the debtor's property with the condition that the conveyance of title becomes void upon the payment of the debt. There's a sentence, isn't it? That's a, that's a nice wordy legalese a bit to take in as you're, you're listening to this. Uh, I prefer the literal meaning of mortgage, which comes from the Middle Ages. Um, it's a mix of French and English, because that was kind of how they rolled back then with their with the language. Uh, but it literally means death pledge. Um, now, death pledge is pretty serious, but I think it gives some ideas to the seriousness of what the contract involves. Um, it is, you know, it is where somebody is lending money to you to buy something, in this case, a property, and they're going to take security of that property, which means that if you don't pay that money back, they're going to take that property from you in payment. Um, death pledge, I don't know if in the Middle Ages, if you didn't pay it, they came around and, and finished you off. Um, it's perfectly possible, I suppose. I wasn't there. Uh, certainly, I don't think that is how the lenders are running it nowadays. I'm not sure Nationwide are going to come around and, uh, and, and, and call it a day for you if you don't pay the mortgage. Uh, but what they will do is they will still take um, that security back in order to settle the debt. So uh, mortgages, yeah, death pledges, uh, a nice a nice one to think of when you're looking at interest rates and everything else. Uh, but crucially, just a, a big loan secured against an asset, in this case, a house, uh, which will be taken if you don't keep up repayments on it. So nice and cheery. So what are the mechanics of these death pledges, of these mortgages? How do they work in their simplest form? Um, simply, Unlike 15 years ago, no one's going to lend you 
the entire amount of money to buy the house. You need to put some cash down yourself. You need to be invested into it. So lenders are going to lend you a certain amount as a mortgage and you have to find the rest of the money. So that's going to be your deposit. Again, a word you probably hear quite a lot, but let's spell it out clearly so we all know where, where we stand. But if you're going to buy a house that's £150,000, okay, and you've got, they're going to give you a mortgage of £130,000 to do that, then you need to have £20,000 in your pocket as a deposit to be able to purchase the property. So the amount of deposit you have can vary. It depends very much on what you're able to save, what you're able to lay your hands on uh, in order to purchase the property, and the mortgage is going to make up the difference. So as a general rule, you're gonna to have to have a minimum of 5% deposit. Uh, most would try and aim for 10%, but you can do it with a 5% deposit. There are some funny schemes, some family help schemes, some really interesting products out there that we're going to cover off in a later episode, uh, whereby you may not need to have that deposit as ready cash. You can use assets and you can use other people's properties. And they're happy to do so, of course. You can't just secure on someone else. Um, but for the main part, 5% to 10% deposit. Now, it doesn't stop. You don't have to have. You could have 7% deposit. You could have 23% deposit. You could have 46% deposit, okay? The amount of deposit you put in is down to you. And the amount you put in has an effect on the type of product and the sort of interest rate and the level of interest rate that you're going to be able to obtain. So we'll cover this off in further episodes. But for now, to keep it really simple, your deposit is the money you're going to put in the lender's going to give you the rest by way of a mortgage. You add those two figures together, and that is the purchase price of your property. So if you've got a property that you want to buy that's 150000 and you've got 20000 that's your deposit. You need a mortgage of 130 to make it all up together. So deposit plus mortgage equals purchase price. Right, now we know what a mortgage is. Death pledge comes from a bank or a building society. We know what the deposit is money that you've saved to be able to add to the mortgage that they're going to give you to reach the purchase price to buy the dream home. So where do you get them from? What's the, uh, who's, who's got these mortgages? Who's got the money? Is it Scrooge McDuck again with his, uh, with his buckets of coins? Um, that's probably a really bad reference. Um, DuckTales, if you don't know what it is, look up DuckTales online. Uh, Disney's greatest cartoon for kids, I think, about Scrooge McDuck, a wealthy aristocratic duck and his three nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So digress a little bit. Scrooge McDuck, he's got the cash. But he hasn't got the cash to lend to you, uh, mainly because he's a fictional Disney character, but also because he's infamously quite uh, tight with his cash. So where are you going to get your money? Where are you going to get this mortgage from? Where are you going to find the, 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 the funds? Essentially, it used to be the domain of building societies, hence why they have that name. They were used to be in the market for lending money to buy people... Uh, to lend people money so they could buy houses. Um, Nationwide, mentioned again for a second time on this podcast, I don't know why they're in my, my mind this morning, but they had a, a, a great advert recently on the TV, you may have seen, whereby their mortgage number one was advanced to, I don't know, Mr. Smith of East London or something, and they had the very first mortgage deed. And that's because historically it was building societies like Nationwide that uh, advanced mortgage loans. It was only fairly recently in the 90s uh, when banks were allowed to start lending uh, money for mortgages as well, um, that it all kind of opened up and got a bit mental. So you've got a couple of options as to where you're going to get the money from. It could be a bank. It could be a building society. Now, in the UK, at the time of recording this podcast, if you are buying a mortgage, uh, 
uh, and you are speaking to someone, be it over the telephone, uh, be it face to face, and whether they're a bank or building society or whether they're a, a whole of market or a mortgage broker, um, you have to take advice. Okay, so whichever route you go, you're going to have to take formal financial advice from the person that is arranging that mortgage for you. We're going to cover that off as well, so don't worry too much about, well, what's formal financial advice? That sounds a bit intense. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll do all of those bits, but at this point, you just need to know that if you go and see a building society or a bank, generally they're only going to be able to tell you about the mortgages and the mortgage rates that they have for you in their uh, in their world. So if you go to HSBC, they'll only tell you about HSBC rates. If you go to um, the Royal Bank of Scotland, they're only going to tell you about Royal Bank of Scotland rates. If you go to a whole of market advisor, they're going to be able to tell you about all the different interest rates and all the different mortgage products from all the lenders that they can use. So you get a bit more of a broad uh, scope of what you can do. Uh, that's very important, as we'll see when we do a bit about affordability and about how the different lenders work out what they can lend you. Uh, you need to make sure you're getting the best deal for you. But so far as who has the coins, not Scrooge McDuck, it's the banks, it's the build societies, and how you access them is either directly to them or through an intermediary, a third party, someone like myself, uh, which we'll go into detail in a couple of episodes' time. So I think that's about everything to cover off on this first podcast. I don't want to make these too heavy and too long. I think bite-sized chunks is probably best uh, when dealing with such exciting subjects uh, like mortgages and property buying and everything else, because I don't want to drone on for too long. And hopefully these are bite-sized enough that you can dip in and out. When you've got 10 minutes, have a listen, uh, learn a little bit, and uh, get a bit more of an understanding of what is going on. So let's go back about what we've learned today. We've learned that mortgages have a very wordy definition, um, but also, more excitingly, mean death pledge. Uh, but in summary, they are a loan secured against an asset, in this type of example, a property. Uh, and if you don't pay the debt back, they'll take possession of that property. But once you've made all your payments, that property becomes yours. So death pledges, mortgages. We also know that your deposit is the lump of cash you've got to put in to add to the mortgage uh, that is advanced to you, and that gives you your purchase price, and that generally you need to have a minimum of 5% of the purchase price as a deposit to put down, although it could be 10%, it could be 12%, it could be whatever percentage you have to hand uh, to, to enable you to buy that property. And finally, where you get the mortgages from, building societies and banks, which you can either access directly by speaking to them uh, on the telephone or going into one of their branches, or through a third party, an intermediary such as myself, uh, who can explain all the different ins and outs of their policy and what they're going to do for you. Uh, and the final point was, is if you didn't know, you now know who Scrooge McDuck is from DuckTales, and also that he isn't going to lend you the money. So hopefully that's been of some help. Uh, if you want to reach out and get in touch, have any questions, get me, as I say, uh, hello at hudson-rose.co.uk. Uh, like the Facebook page, because there's lots of information on there, and there's videos and all sorts that hopefully will give you a bit more uh, meat on the bones to these sorts of things that we're talking about. That's facebook.com forward slash hudrose. But I hope you're well. My name's Graham Taylor. I'm a whole-of-market mortgage broker with Hudson Rose. Uh, take care. We'll speak soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>